3: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
4: The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code Fire and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. I told you guys to get <laughs> about last week. I said Rams. I like Chiefs. I hope you cleaned up. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code Fire at DraftKings Sportsbook. And official sports betting partner is Super Bowl 56 must be 21 or older is the minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources. Void were prohibited. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369.
0: Thunderstruck. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
4: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, February 11th. And boy, there is no way to describe what went down Thursday in the sports world than fire. Oh my gosh, the NBA trade deadline for the first time, I don't know, a decade? 15 years? Was unbelievably crazy. And all week we had said, oh, this is the usual. You know, there's chatter and then nothing happens. There's all this talk and then no action. All talk, no action. Well, the team stepped up and it got chaotic. Um, The one team, of course, that felt like it needed to make a trade but did not was the Lakers. They've lost six of eight. Apparently they had a Westbrook for John Wall deal trade that was offered to them and they did not take it. I'll tell you why in a little bit. But... I do want to preface everything by saying this is Super Bowl weekend. I unloaded on prop bets. Um, I, uh, I'll talk. I'll tell you all the prop bets in a little bit. We'll do NBA first, but there are a lot of prop bets that I laid. Obviously, you guys know I have futures tickets on the Rams. I'll be wearing a Rams uh, jersey, first half, Rams t-shirt, second half, Rams hat, you name it. Um, I'm loaded up. I'm rooting Rams. Sorry to the Bengals fans listening. Um I'm invested. I'm rooting for my wallet. We'll get to football shortly. But I, I have to start NBA. I know people aren't going to be like, oh, come on, football, football, football. I get it. It's Super Bowl week. But did you see what happened in the NBA? How could you not? Chris taps Porzingis. No, I'm not leading with Porzingis. By the way, that's a big, a big trait. Mavs unloading Porzingis. But we have to start with Ben Simmons for Harden. And there are so many tentacles to this deal. It, I mean, it's enormous. There's no way around it. I, th- I think the big winners here in order are, number one, Ben Simmons. And I know you guys are going to say, oh, Jay, you're just caping up for Simmons. You love him. You've talked about your uh, fandom for Ben Simmons. I get I, I get it. Um, here's the deal. Ben Simmons, after what went down in that Hawks playoff series, essentially said, I'm never playing for them again. And he didn't. And he got traded to a team with Kevin Durant. Okay. This is a star league. The stars get what they want. They get out. They get to landing spots. It happens. We've seen this ad nauseum. So you guys can rip Ben Davis. He saw a Ben Simmons. He's soft. He don't want it. Uh, he's a baby. Blah, blah, blah. He said he wanted out. He got out. And he landed ne- alongside Kevin Durant. Not a bad trade for Ben Simmons. Second biggest winner. I got to give him props. I bash him a lot. Daryl Morey. Well done. Everybody's saying, Daryl, hey, Listen. You got to unload Simmons. You got to get whatever you can. Take C.J. McCollum. Take anybody you can. Take Buddy Heel. Take a package around one of these guys. Get whatever you can, Daryl Morey. He said no. He was steadfast. Daryl Morey waited, and he waited a little longer, and he kind of backed the Nets into a corner and got James Harden to have his back. And next thing you know, James Harden is on the Sixers. I don't think the Sixers are the greatest team ever. Uh, are they good? Yeah, of course they're good. Top five in the East for sure. I don't think they're top three in the East. And we'll get to that shortly. But the biggest winner, Ben Simmons. Second biggest winner, Daryl Morey. And I I think (coughs) the biggest loser in all this, and this is going to sound harsh, is has to be James Harden. We're talking about a guy who complained in Houston, I'm ready to be out of here, ship me. He gets traded to Brooklyn he plays all of 16 games with Kyrie and KD. The wheels come off this year. he's disinterested trade me. this this feels like James Harden's last stand. This is it for James Harden. Think about this. he was in Houston they gave him Dwight Howard who was maybe not his prime but like on the back end of his prime. remember Dwight Howard was like MVP candidate, all NBA first team like Dwight Howard was incredible. Or, uh, earlier in his career. James Harden and Dwight Howard did not work out. Then they got him Chris Paul. After a couple years, that didn't quite work out. Although that was probably the best Rockets team, best James Harden team ever. Uh, they Remember, they pushed the KD Curry Warriors. Um, so James Harden had Dwight Howard, Chris Paul. Those are two future Hall of Famers. And then he got Russell Westbrook, also a future Hall of Famer. That did not work out. Ended ugly. <coughs> Next up, James Harden gets KD and Kyrie, and this is where it's like, okay, KD's hurt, Kyrie's hurt, they only play 16 games together, not a total great situation, but what happened with Kyrie being unvaccinated, not being able to play, like, Harden now comes off looking like, I mean, I I want everything, And I I want, what's the saying? My dad loves to say, I want, you want your cake and you want to eat it too. Well, yeah, of course I do. But if you're James Harden and you keep doing that over and over and over again, at some point it's like, yo, we've tried everything. Is he ever going to be happy? Is it ever going to work out for James Harden? How many future Hall of Famers can you pair him with before we realize, boy, (coughs) maybe the problem is James Harden, not everybody else. And uh, frankly, folks, I don't know how it's going to work with Joel Embiid. Think about this. The best Harden's ever been was when he was the MVP in Houston, and he had a rim-running center, pick-and-roll, Capella, Harden, uh, Chris Paul. Like, that was the squad. Joel Embiid ain't no rim-runner. Joel Embiid has let it be known. He's the alpha. He wants the ball. The offense goes through him. He could not deal with the offense going through uh, Ben Simmons. The Jimmy Butler stuff did not work. Like, Joel Embiid is a little sensitive, and he really thinks highly of himself, as he should. He's super talented. But this reality that all of a sudden Joel Embiid, because he's got James Harden, is going to magically work, and they are going to totally dominate the league and wreck everything. I think you guys have another thing coming. And that's not hating Sixers fans. That's just reality. This is the last stop for Harden. The pressure will be on. He's got a good young player in Tyrese Maxey breathing, breathing down his neck. He's got someone who actually plays defense at Matisse Theibel. Um, We can no longer blame Tobias Harris, right? Tobias Harris was at with. He's a great number three, but the pressure's on the number two, and we saw Ben Simmons not really handle the pressure well. I, I I'm I'm dubious that this is going to work for the Sixers, but as we saw with the Cincinnati Bengals in the NFL, the right playoff draw, anything could happen. Sixers of course could get to the finals. I don't think they will. I think without question, the Heat are better. I think the Nets are better. I think the Bucks are better i'm i can't commit to the bulls uh yet um i think the celtics made a sneaky good pickup of Derek white um is he gonna put them over the top i don't know but i'll tell you right now uh the celtics are much better on the wing uh than the sixers and we know the wing is usually dominant in the playoffs now can they handle Embiid? we'll see they've historically struggled against centers um But I I think the Brooklyn Nets clearly won the trade. I don't. I haven't heard anybody who thinks the Sixers won the deal. I mean, we're talking about a Brooklyn Nets team. If Joe Harris comes back, ankle surgery, we'll see. You could put on the floor Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and if Simmons is in the Draymond Green role, Kevin Durant can then play and be the incredible defender he was in Golden State because he knows he's got Ben Simmons behind him, and then you toss in oh. I've got Joe Harris spotting up. I've got Seth Curry spotting up. And, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we kind of sort of do have this guy named Kyrie Irving. Uh, only in road games, obviously. But you're telling me that that's not an incredible collection of talent for, for, for the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, folks, Joe Harris, one of the best shooters in the league. Seth Curry, one of the best shooters in the league. And Kevin Durant. Friggin' Kevin Durant, come on. And... I'm just telling you right now, this team is, they're going to be liked out. Now, the question is, can they get healthy? And, you know, the, obviously Drummond is, is a help. Um, I don't think he's a huge factor. We, we- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how
2: your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can miss events. Play
4: saw he was okay at times um, with the Sixers. He's solid backup. Um, you know, Nick Claxton's in there. They got Patty. I forgot Patty Mills is a gunner. This is a, this is a strong offensive team for the Nets. They will outscore you. Can they get stops? I don't know. I don't know if they can get stops. We'll see because, you know, it is an offensive league, but in the playoffs, defense rules. So can they get enough stops in the postseason? To supplement that offense, we'll see. Uh, Ben Simmons, is an elite defender, can guard all five positions. Folks, Ben Simmons against Joel Embiid in the playoffs? Because they're not putting KD on it. That's obvious. That, to me, a lot of fun. So this is shaping up as just one of these incredible playoff runs. You rarely see. I I saw the word unprecedented thrown around. And I had said, remember, there's no chance they're hardened (coughs) for Simmons in the division. No chance. Folks, this was an unprecedented deal of A-list stars, regardless of what you think about Ben Simmons. Regardless of what you think about Harden right now, they are A-listers. They're top 20 players in the league. Even though Simmons hasn't played a minute this season. That's obvious. And for that to happen in the division, I mean, that is bananas. We've never seen anything like this. Um, I personally am stunned that KD, Harden, and Kyrie played just 16 games together. That's just, that's kind of sad, isn't it? It's just like, man, this is what's supposed to be one of the best teams ever. And they basically got knocked out in the second round because Kyrie got hurt again. KD had his toe on the line against the Bucs and it just, they got eliminated, you know? So I'm bullish on the Nets. Uh, I'm ex- not as bullish on the Sixers. Obviously, you guys know I like the Heat. I have futures bets on the Heat from um, in the preseason. Uh, and obviously the Bucks are going to be there. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co. C-O and use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code FIRE. Look through your
3: children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
1: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
3: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Fox
0: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Quickly, this Lakers offer, according to Chris Haynes, the Lakers were offered John Wall for Russell Westbrook just tackle on a first-round pick. And the Lakers were like, we don't even know the health status of John Wall. And no, we're not giving you a first-round pick. Of course, Wall and Westbrook, we know famously uh, <laughs> were dealt for one another. And now they're basically the only guys that can be traded for one another, given the salary situations. <coughs> so the Lakers stand pat, they're going to hit the buyout market. Probably we'll hear some names, some movement this today. Um, but the reality is, like, you know, they're kind of locked in. And. You look at this schedule, and I, I'm talking about it for a third day in a row. The Lakers' upcoming schedule is a gauntlet. A lot of national TV games. LeBron and AD, there are going to be questions. I think they'll be okay, but I did see one sportsbook have them 50-1 to 1 to win the title. Now, if you remember, there were days when LeBron was in the East, and the uh, Cavs were struggling, and like the Toronto Raptors were favored to get to the NBA Finals over the Cavs, and everybody laughed because it's like, ah, f- 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 can Raptors get out of here well uh, guess who came out of the East like every year it was LeBron because that was LeBron but again that was like five six years ago he's now 37 can he do that in the West where oh by the way the Phoenix Suns are 44 and 10 and oh by the way the Warriors are incredible despite not having Draymond Green and oh yeah did you see that Luka Doncic added another shooter and another scorer no, I mean I'm not. I haven't even mentioned the Memphis Grizzlies, who are 21 games over 500. Lakers are four under. Like the West is just stacked. The East has uh, not nearly as formidable. Um, but a, a quick word on this Mavs deal. I all the I I, I of course love it. Uh, Davis Bertans and Dinwiddie go from Washington to the Mavs in exchange for Porzingis. All I see on social media Thursday. As this trade's popping, you know, Woj is firing off the stuff on 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 social media. It's like, wait a minute. Everybody's saying that Bertans has a horrible contract. What a bad deal. Like, hold on. Timeout. Let, let me get a 20-second timeout here. Three years ago, Bertans was one of the best shooters in the league. Two years ago, Bertans was one of the best shooters in the league. Then the wheels fall off the Wizards. People get hurt. The Wizards stink. Opponents figure out what Bertans can and can't do. The Wizards go through coaching changes and now Bertans all of a sudden is garbage? People just forget, and this is not just sports, it's life. Don't view somebody on what they have been or what they are. View them what they can be. Think about what Bertans can be when he's got Jalen Brunson and Luka Doncic setting the table for him. Just consider that for a moment. Like, this is going to be a different player. He's going to be reinvigorated. He's going to be like, oh, I'm in a winning culture? with one of the best players in the league on my team? Oh, this is fun. Yeah, I'm going to go that extra effort on defense. Like, this is a Mavs team that the last two years in the playoffs, the reason they flamed out was because they had to face Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that didn't work out great. Well, guess what? They're not going to have to face those guys this year. I think Luke is going to be okay. Uh, the Nuggets are good, but they're still too beat up. Uh, I don't believe in the Jazz, who have had injuries, and it feels like that's kind of run its course. Again, Memphis has to learn to run before they can walk. I'm telling you guys, I'll sprinkle a little on Dallas. Uh, uh, You never want to factor injuries in that haven't happened yet, but Chris Paul's injury history in the playoffs needs to be noted. Last year was like the only season that he has not gone through the playoffs without an injury. I mean, countless times. Like, this is a guy getting up there in age. I, I... can you count on it? They make another move, by the way, to get Holiday um, as like a backup to campaign, and maybe they're going to uh, re- reduce Chris Paul's minutes going forward. Um, I don't know. I just – I don't see how this isn't a massive win for Dallas, which now gets Dinwiddie, who can come off the bench, and your offense doesn't go into a shell because you've got a like a, a th- assassin-type scorer. Um, Berton's terrible contract. Like, guys, get out of here. I mean – how many? Ta- how many years in a row Westbrook traded, Chris Paul traded. All these guys were like, "Oh, the contract is un- uh, terrible. You can't, you can't. Nobody's gonna want him. That's just. It's not how the league works." Um, I did see Marvin Bagley got shipped to the Pistons. It's like a footnote to a footnote, and that's sad because Marvin Bagley, as you guys know, was awesome at Duke, and he was. I won't say destined for greatness, but he was like a top three pick, a certifiable superstar, the kind of guy you're like, man. Marvin Bagley can be something. And I don't know what the hell happened in Sacramento. Usually not good things happen there. Um, And it was just one of those like, wow, wow, where do you go from here? He was benched. He was not playing. Uh, He fell out of favor with the coaching staff. He gets a new start in Detroit where uh, they're bottom feeders, and he's going to get plenty of minutes. I kind of wish Marvin Bagley the best. I don't know much about his situation, um, but just a crazy day in the NBA. And, of course, capped off. Uh, with the all-star draft. I don't know if you guys saw that on TNT. I don't normally watch that kind of thing, but with Kevin Durant drafting and ignoring James Harden and not drafting him at all, like with that the look on his face, it's pretty clear that Kevin Durant is really ticked off at James Harden for leaving. Again, I'm going to go back to what I said the other day. Don't blame James Harden, Kevin. Blame Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is the reason this team blew up. Kyrie Irving, who, by the way, did not play great uh, in Washington last night, Um, He can only play in road games. Cam Thomas, though, the kid from LSU. Oof, love his game. So aggressive. He played well. Um, If if Kyrie Irving is vaccinated and he's not burning sage in the locker room. By the way, did you guys see that note? I think this was in The Athletic. Um, According to one of these reports, so Kyrie Irving is in the locker room uh, in Cleveland, January 17th, and he's burning sage. uh, One of these, like,
1: this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Rituals to cleanse negative energy. Yes, this is a real thing. Kyrie Irving apparently feels haunted by parts of his past in Cleveland. So he lit his torch to burn sage in the locker room. According to sources who were in the room, James Harden watched Irving and looked at him like he had three heads. Understandable. I mean, the guy's burning sage to cleanse negative energy. Like... I mean, and the quote from The Athletic, definitely a weird vibe between them. You could tell Harden was annoyed and Kyrie wasn't feeling James. Listen, Kevin Durant, this is one of the, I mean, that Kevin Durant left Steph Curry to play with a guy who burns sage in the locker room to cleanse it is just staggering. You guys know I'm a huge Kevin Durant fan. Um, we had our little, uh, Instagram DM bromance a couple years back. He doesn't really respond to me anymore. Um, he's been in my town recently, um, in the, in the off season. And I've tried, I, I know people who've seen him. I haven't seen him. I would definitely be like, yo, KD, you remember me? He just give me the stiff arm. But at any rate, it's just so weird that he would bail on Curry to hitch his wagon to Kyrie Irving, who only plays road games and is basically just a weird, weird dude. Side note, speaking of famous people. So I'm walking my dog, you know, the new dog. uh, Update dog is great. Um, Tiring, exhausting, but great. Um, And I see one of my neighbors talking to somebody. You know, I'm walking the dog, and the dog's basically walking me. And I'm like, wow, that kind of looks like Chip Kelly, the UCLA coach. And... So I text somebody who lives on the street where I was walking. I was like, hey, is there any chance Chip Kelly lives over there? Oh, yeah, Chip Kelly lives a couple doors down from me. I was like, what? Literally, I could throw a football, eh, probably a Nerf ball, and maybe hit Chip Kelly's house. And again, I'm not in some baller neighborhood. I'm not even a homeowner. We're just renting because, you know, we just got out here recently, but... To find out Chip Kelly lives near me. Can I get him on the pod? Could I do a live interview with No, there's no chance. Chip Kelly's a weirdo anyway. Um, By the way, shout out to UCLA. I know Rob G's going to love that note um, because he's a UCLA guy. At any rate, um, that's enough NBA for uh, one night. Wild times. Uh, Maybe we'll get my guy. You know, it's funny. I'll I'll tell this before we get to the NFL prop, prop picks for the Super Bowl. So I had texted Windhorse last week. Hey, man, would love to get you on before the trade deadline, you know? And he's like, yeah, be pretty busy, but I I could probably swing it. So we text Sunday, and he's like, I'll let you know, and then I don't really hear anything. And then the next thing I see from him is, despite what's out there, Harden Simmons trade talks are definitely happening. And I was like, oh, well, that's probably why you didn't get back to me. He's like, kind of busy. Um, and then of course, you know, I said, Hey, congrats, man. Well done. He's like, yeah, this was one of those weeks. We'll, we'll talk soon or something. And, and uh, when horse is a good guy, you guys know, I'm a, a fan of his work, obviously. Obviously I like Woj as well. I don't know Shams. Um, Chris Haynes seems like a good guy at the few times I've met him. Um, but Winhorse does, He has the gift of gab, he does like to talk. So we'll try to get him on next week. I mean, this league is wild. I mean, it is absolutely bonkers. And, um, We're going to be talking about it now a lot because the NFL season's almost over. And let's segue into the Super Bowl.
1: A story of the rose is a story of love. From farms to our florists and right into the arms of sweethearts savoring a date night in. Best friends showing their galantines how much they adore them. And those giving themselves a little love Go to FTD.com and save 15% through February 14th with code CRUSH15 and celebrate your love story with iconic roses, florals, and gifts from FTD.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best
4: bet. And now what you've all been waiting for, Super Bowl picks. The season's been pretty awesome. It... Had a couple ups and downs, as any NFL season does. I remember I had such a good run late September, early October. I went out and um, bought a new car. Um, it was a good run. Not not my best run ever. Um, the playoffs have been good, but it, I know this is going to sound strange. I don't have that much money in play for the Super Bowl. Uh, it's one of the sharpest, most efficient markets. You, you guys have noticed the line has barely budged at all. Um, So I'm not heavily invested. The reason is because I'm so loaded up on the Rams futures bets. If you guys remember, I wrote a piece for Fox Sports last January. Yes, 13 months ago. About how Stafford makes them the favorites in the NFC. I'll be betting them to win the NFC and the Super Bowl. I also bet Stafford to win the uh, MVP. That did not obviously pan out. And so I'm I'm sitting pretty. I just need the Rams to win. Now, if they lose, that would obviously suck badly. But I was up a plus 1,300, plus 1,100. Uh, I've got them in pretty good numbers. And the the interesting thing with the market now is you can shop around and, you know, parcel out a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, um, and get down some decent money. And again, I'm not one of these high rollers who's dropping ten thousand on a game. That's just not how I really roll. Sorry uh if that's shattering any illusions, but uh, you know, I got couple kids uh we got a couple interesting things in the hopper i own a minority owner of a soccer team minority owner of a basketball team in australia um i I can't be gambling you know five six figures on um nfl games on the reg occasionally i'll splurge when there's something an opportunity really presents itself and there will be some of the off season for nfl futures we'll get to but for the Super Bowl itself, I, I, I'm i not, like, loaded up on a side or total. You guys know I am on the Rams' money line, minus 188. Uh, it's interesting because that had gone up, I saw 200 uh, just to win. I, yeah, obviously, I don't love 4.5. There was some Bengals' money on Thursday to bring it down to 4. Uh, maybe we'll see a 3.5. I think the Rams win. Um, I'm picking them about 27-10, 27-13, thereabouts. I like the under. I've bet the under 48.5. I got under 49.5. It was at 50.5. I didn't get the early number. Um, but what you guys are really here for is, is, is the props. And I will say, I've got a couple of Hail Mary props that will pay really well if they hit. Uh, let's start with the Hail Marys, the long shots. And I don't know if you guys are talking 20 bucks here, 50, 100, 500. But Matthew Stafford, two touchdowns, plus 5,000. So I went digging, okay? And Matt Stafford did not have a rushing touchdown the entire regular season. Not one. But what has happened in the playoffs? He has two rushing touchdowns. And he could have had a third. Uh, Just couldn't get in the end zone. Um, So they go from not running Stafford in the regular season to running him on the one-yard line. And I don't like to bet uh, quarterbacks running stats because I'm sure everybody remembers Mahomes a couple years ago had the number topped in, I think, the second quarter. And then because of kneel downs late, ended up it didn't hit Mahomes over rushing yards. So I don't like to mess around with rushing yards for quarterbacks. But touchdowns, sure. The other element here is we know the Rams have a wide receiver who can throw the football in Odell Beckham. Great arm. Cooper Cup. I don't know if he's throwing passes, but the guy looks like a great athlete. Come on. I ha- I would not be shocked. Remember, Nick Foles ran the Philly special. Why couldn't Matt Stafford? If McVeigh really wants to shock, absolutely stun the Bengals, you think they're going to be ready for a Philly special with Stafford? Now, it makes it sound easy, two touchdowns, but A, they got to get inside the five-yard line twice, um, and B, uh, Stafford's got to find the end zone twice. Um so plus two two touchdowns for Stafford plus 5000. You put a couple bucks on it. It's not a bad payday. Um another Hail Mary uh is MVP award. And I've got two on the Bengals. Now Jason, why are you betting Bengals uh if you like the Rams and you're pulling for the Rams? Well, um I don't know about you guys, but there is obviously a scenario where crazy shit happens in the Super Bowl. And if you remember last year, I mean, who had the Chiefs not scoring a touchdown. Right? Uh, Who had the Rams offense not scoring a touchdown a few years ago? Like, stuff happens. Do the Rams lay an egg? That's possible. Entirely possible. So two, I I just bet two MVPs on the Bengals side. I went with T. Higgins. He was at plus 5,000. He's now down to 4,000. And, you know, in this scenario where Jalen Ramsey locks up Jamar Chase, T. Higgins becomes the guy. And T. Higgins, of course, had a very good game against the Chiefs. He is a guy who loves to go over the middle. We know the Chiefs have struggled defending the middle. I'm sorry, the Rams have struggled defending the middle of the field. T. Higgins can have a 7 for 105 and two scores. That's entirely in play for T. Higgins. Will that win you the MVP? Well, why wouldn't they give it to Burrow? Well, I'll get to uh, the reason for that in a moment. But T. Higgins, plus 4,000, sure. And the other one, and laugh if you will, a kicker's never won the MVP. But Evan McFearless, Evan McPherson plus I saw plus twelve thousand to win MVP. Now, how the hell does this happen? Well, you got a low scoring game, you've got a kicker banging I don't know what two fifty yarders, and the Bengals win fifteen to ten or twelve to ten, and McPherson uh, hits five field goals and is the MVP. Could that happen? Well, listen, man, I- I've been gambling on sports too long to say that that could never happen. Evan McPherson could win the MVP. He's been a phenomenal kicker. A best best kicker in the postseason by far. Um, what are the odds on this? Well, plus 12,000 says something. Kickers never won the MVP. Now, let's go back to Joe Burrow. Why Burrow wouldn't win it if T. Higgins has a nice game and wins the MVP. I look at Burrow, and I did bet fairly significantly Burrow interceptions over half an interception. That number has crept up. It's minus 157 now, as we record this on Thursday. Uh, we all know Joe Burrow's been amazing down the stretch. I think the final four games to help them get in the playoffs, 11 touchdowns, zero picks. And, you know, his playoff run has been good, and it's obscured the fact that, oh, wait a minute, Joe Burrow was third in the NFL in picks with 16. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, yes, Stafford led the NFL in interceptions, but he actually played one more game than Burrow, who sat out week. 18 and through 72 more pass attempts burrow can get loose with the ball and I, i'm just listen 16 interceptions on the season i know he's tightened it up a little bit but <coughs> there's rams defense guys It's no joke As rams defense should get after burrow i can see him s- scrambling i'm not going to mess with his rushing yards because um I just, again, quarterback rushing yards, I explained it with Stafford. I'm just kind of done with that. I don't know if they decide, hey, Joe, instead of having you scrambling for your life, we're just going to shorten um, the passes. We're going to shorten the route trees. We're going to shorten the drops because we know this pass rush is going to get after you. And we just, we're just going to uh, speed things up and get the ball out of your hands quicker. Um, does that mean Burrow will be under less duress? Possibly, but... I'm betting on Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, and Aaron Donald all to get after Burrow and at least one or two mistakes where he's throwing it away and the Rams get a pick. Now the Rams, uh, I think I have in my stats here. I think the Rams were third in the NFL in interceptions. They've got kind of a ball hawking secondary. Um and and in the playoffs, I think they have two interceptions in three games or three in four games. Four in three games, one of those two. But bottom line, this is a defense that gets after it, and it's helped with the great pass rush. So as we saw with Jimmy G trying to scramble to make a play late, just kind of crazy flip out, picked off. And remember, Burrow against the Chiefs had one interception, definitely dropped, had another one picked, and then a couple other dicey throws. I I think Burrow over half an interception is a good bet. Everybody's going to look at Stafford because they think Stafford could choke. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, First touchdown, Cam Akers. Now this has been muddied a bit by the news that Henderson is healthy and probably will be a go. It, that's going to mess with running back props. If you've already bet Akers, and a lot of people bet the Akers over prop, you know, I I, I don't want to say I feel for you, but you may want to look at trying to get a middle here. If Sony Michelle and Henderson are all getting carries. And Akers, by the way, Akers doesn't have a touchdown this season. And as dynamic as he's been, remember he, he dumped truck Buddha Baker in that Arizona game, or flat out ran him over. And like that was one of their splash plays from the game. Meanwhile, Cam Akers doesn't have a carry over fifty. He has one fifteen yard carry in the playoffs. Um, that being said, this is a Bengals defensive run uh, run stopping unit that they you know Josh Jacobs averaged six and a half yards of carry. The Titans rushed for a buck forty. The Chiefs had hundred thirty nine. Like Akers, Henderson, and Michelle will all I-, I think eat. I would I would guess Akers does the bulk of it. So I I, I just. I took a shot on Cam Akers' first touchdown. Um, Obviously, building confidence for him after the two fumbles against Tampa would be big. Now, it does kind of fly in the face of my Stafford two touchdowns. I think Akers is more likely from like six yards out, uh, whereas Stafford will be on the goal line, um, uh, the guy. Um, So I I, I do believe this will be a run-heavy attack. Uh, Obviously, the run can loosen up that defense, and if the Bengals say, hey, we're going to drop eight like we did against Patrick Mahomes, we're going to drop seven. And you're not going to get any big plays on us. Um, Yeah, uh, good luck with that. Uh, McVay's smart enough to just run the damn ball. The Chiefs, for whatever reason, went away from the run game and kind of melted down in the second half. Now, this leads to another prop that I'm kind of heavy on. Cooper Cup longest reception. Cup has been one of the most talked about prop guys all week because A, he's Cooper Cup. He's friggin' incredible. B, did you watch the San Francisco game? C, did you watch the Tampa game? And the obvious, like Stafford and Cooper Cup have some kind of synergy going on that's really, really fun to watch. I mean, it's clear on third down, it's Cooper Cup time. Like Stafford is laser locked in on him. Um, I think Cup has a nice game. That being said, my guess is the Bengals are going to mix up their defenses. When you've got two weeks and everybody just saw you drop into 7-8 against Patrick Mahomes and kind of befuddle him, Rams will be ready for that. So my gut is telling me they do not just drop into one of those big zone defenses and have Stafford and Cup pick them apart. There will be some man opportunities. Matt Stafford, veteran quarterback, extremely smart, intelligent, great arm. I know it didn't show in the tart interception or dropped interception. But Cooper Cup, longest reception. I'm passing on receptions and yards because, again, I do believe the Rams win this fairly handily. Cooper Cup, longest reception, over 28.5 yards. The juice has gone way up, guys. Minus 147. I would actually, if if they offer me over 29 yards, I would take it with less juice. If 29 and a half, I would consider that. Um, I did look this up. Cooper Cup has gone over has had a play longer than 28 and a half yards in 15 of 20 games this season. 15 of 20. The guy is a big play machine. And guess who led the league in yak? Yak him. Cooper Cup led the league in yards after catch. I mean, that's what this guy does. So over 28.5, longest reception for Cooper Cup, absolutely love it. Um, if you're into a, a kind of a square bet, um, that's just a fun one. If you believe that, uh, you, if you're riding with me, Jay, I like it, I like the Rams, I like their defensive line dominating. Here's one for plus 500 I saw. Rams win, Rams six plus sacks, that's a lot, but possible with this unit against a, an overwhelmed offensive line. Cooper Cup, 100-plus receiving yards and one touchdown. Now, that is a lot to ask, but plus 500. If you're like me, bullish on the Rams, go for it. 50 bucks plus 500, that's not a bad payout, right? Now, are you going to be sweating Cooper Cup if it's you know 17-0 in the third quarter? Well, why are they throwing a cup? We've seen McVay take the air out of the ball before. And again, there's going to be in-game betting opportunities, uh, I wouldn't flush everything uh, on your um, on your props before the game. I certainly, listen, I know some people like the Head's Tails. Some people like the Gatorade. Some people like the National Anthem. I just don't mess with that stuff. You know, you can if you want, go for it. If you think that if the video pops up on social media, guess what? Everybody and their mom's going to hammer it. I, you have to be there like within minutes of when it gets uh, leaked, um, the sound check. And I just, I can't ride with that. I just don't care about this stuff. I, I like football. I, I like the game. I think I can find edges um, in game, before the game. I, I'm You guys know, I will be a big Rams fan. Um, I don't know if I'll be wearing a Cooper Cup jersey. Um, but I will be, I'm rooting for my wallet. And, and obviously the Rams are here in the backyard. Um, I just... I I need them here. It would be a nice little windfall heading into February NBA, February college basketball. Obviously, March Madness will be loaded up. Everybody have a safe time on Sunday night. I I can't wait for Monday's podcast. It'll be off the hook. And uh, you guys have a great, great weekend.
1: A story of the rose is a story of love. From farms to our florists and right into the arms of sweethearts savoring a date night in. Best friends showing their galantines how much they adore them. And those giving themselves a little love. Go to FTD.com and save 15% through February 14th with code CRUSH15. And celebrate your love story with iconic roses, florals, and gifts from FTD.
3: If you dare.